Hey guys, this is Vanessa Hers. Thank you for the support and love. Also, be sure to check us out every Wednesday and Sunday on Spotify and favorite us on Anchor app. I want to rock with you. Hey guys, we're back. We are. It is Vanessa, her, and Mr. Wayne himself, his, and together, y'all, we are his and hers podcast. Coming back to y'all live with another episode. Well, actually, it's the same episode, episode five, but part two of adulting. Hope you guys enjoyed part one. If you haven't, go and listen to it. Um, it is available for streaming now on all of the DSPs, digital streaming platforms. Uh, as always, Vanessa and I are very, very grateful, thankful to you guys for having us and listening to our podcast and giving us feedback. Um, it's been been it's been a, it's been a nice ride, you know, starting off these first five episodes. Wouldn't you say, babe? Yep, we're actually doing part two to adulting because a lot of people reached out to us telling us you guys should touch this and this and this about adulting. So honestly, all topics that we will be touching today are suggestions and requests from our listeners, our full five or seven listeners. We appreciate you. <laughs> So, yeah, um, like my baby said, these are all requests. Um, these are not even anything that we cultivated together. Um, stuff that we've talked about, but these are actually requests from certain people. So uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into part two of adulting. Um, the first bullet point we have for today is going to be adult balance. And that's with between life, work and kids. So, you know what, babe, I'm going to let you take the form on this one because I know you had some stuff that you wanted to um, touch upon and, and hit on. So uh, I'm going to let you go ahead and take the floor. There. Well, I know nothing about kids. Well, actually, I'm lying. I'm lying because <laughs> I have a fur baby that is a handful and he takes up a lot of time. Wouldn't you agree, babe? Um, Jody, yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> he takes up a lot of time. So adulting's hard, man. Like I've said it, I think, in the first episode, like two or three times, like, fuck adulting. And I still feel that way. It's just so hard to try and figure yourself. And I know a few of my friends did reach out and tell, told me like, oh, um, one thing that's really difficult for them is adulting and having kids. Mm -hmm. You know, and me, like myself, I like to compare myself to people that have kids because I stay busy. Yeah. When outside was open, like when I had a normal life, I would go to the gym in the morning, mm -hmm. come home, shower, go to work. And then even at times when I was like really, really fit or whatever, like while trying out here, like I would go to the gym after work. Right. And then I'm still trying to pick up hobbies. Yeah. So real quick before I, before you move on, I have a quick question for you. So um, well, I wasn't going to move on, but go oh, on. OK, no, no, no. <laughs> I didn't know if you had more to add to that. You just I didn't want to lose my question. But before, um, you know, the world closed down and everything due to COVID, mm -hmm. um, what challenges presented themselves uh when you were trying to you know find that balance between work going to the gym twice like you said sometimes you said most of the time you would go in the morning and then sometimes it'd probably be a little bit harder i would imagine after getting off of work and going that second time and then having your fur baby having to check on him so what challenges presented itself when you were doing that so work takes up about eight to ten hours of your regular day like i work in in la so that's an hour getting there you sit your ass eight hours or you work you know like i'm sitting my ass but i'm working my ass off too right and then an hour to get home in traffic yeah okay. of course an hour plus in la gotcha. so 
getting home and catering to my fur baby that needs to go out. And guess what? Someone's excited to see me be home, so mm-hmm. I have to play with him. And, of course, give him the time he deserves or right. should have. Uh, have a fur baby, they said. But they're very <laughs> needy. And not only that, I'm very family-oriented. So, for me, it's important to spend time with my mom, to see my family. Like, I like to spend time with my cousins. It's hard when you have a Monday through Friday job. You're trying to balance dating life plus the gym plus work plus your fur baby and don't forget your friends i am really close to my friends Mm -hmm. so i want to see them as well and at times i just see myself juggling a million things at once so that's that's how my adulting life and how do you typically adjust to those challenges when they present themselves do you uh, find different ways do you find yourself attempting to make time to adhere so that way you can see your family take care of your jody take care of your um you know be you know with your man you know and and also with work or like how, how do, what are some resolutions that you would suggest for people out there who probably have who are going through the same thing so my workout then began i started becoming very into hiking because my child is crazy and he needs attention, like I said, and he loves to be outdoor. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, spending time with the dog and working out. Two, what would I say? Two stones, one bird, two stones, whatever. Kill one two, stone, kill, kill two, two stones. <laughs> whatever two, it is. Kill two stones or one bird. <laughs> yeah. Kill two birds or one I'm stone. I'm like, you said it wrong. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, I was saying it right. You were saying it wrong. <laughs> but now it's like, okay, so I dedicate that. Either Saturday or Sunday, you'll always you'll always catch me hiking with my dog. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like, it's automatically spend time with my mom. Like, I have to do something with my mom. Most of the time, I'll go to my cousin's house, try and spend time with my aunt and my cousins, if possible. If not, I'm making plans with my friends. If mm-hmm. not, I'm making plans with you. Right. And it's just, it's madness. Like, I try and have side hobbies or, you know, your little side hustle. You're trying to do all other things and you put them on hold because of your lifestyle being so active. Right. So, in saying all that, because I hear a lot of you spreading yourself thin. um, Very, very thin. And in many different places. So, with that said... Where do you find you time? Like, where's, you know, like my me time? Like, this is time designated for me. Because I hear the dog. I hear your family. I hear me. You know what I'm saying? Me as in, you know, finding time for your man. But where is the Vanessa time? Where do you find time? Was that, would that otherwise have been the gym when the world was opened up? Is it a hike? Like, when you go on a hike with your dog? Or, like, where do you find the me time now? Because, you know, you have so many things that occupy and demand your time and apprehend your attention. So my me time, I actually um, usually spend with you or my mom. I have a little bit of a shopping addiction, you? which no. I love to just. To me, shopping it's like addiction. <laughs> what can I finish? Uh, <laughs> you know, like I just like to. That's some freedom for me. Like I said, you just heard my life is so hectic when everything's open. Mm-hmm. If my family has an event and my friends have an event, and you've been, I think the first weekend we were dating, we went to brunch. We went to my friend's baby shower. Mm-hmm. We went to the gay's house. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the grocery store. Yeah, we did a lot. All on day. one Sunday. Yeah. So we got drunk, we got sober, we got drunk, and then we got drunk, and then we got sober at the grocery store. <laughs> like, it's crazy, right? That's a fact. Yeah. But that that was my Facts. life. <laughs> That's my normal life. Like, okay. on a regular, that used to be what was my normal life. Okay. So now, it's just like, well, you know, making time for the podcast, of course. Right. I still like to see my family. I try and spend as much time with Jody as I can and with you mm-hmm. now that I'm back in the office. So I'm still trying to actually find my balance and my me. 
yeah. as an adult, that shit's hard. You lose yourself. Yeah. So that's why when a few of my friends reached out to me, telling me that it's hard for them to act like everything's okay or push through when they have kids, I cannot see myself. Right. Like, it's hard to say. I don't know how you parents do it. Like, salute to you, high five, applaud, all of that. I give you all the credit because... It's hard. There's yeah. days when you just don't want to do shit. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, I know for me, like it's my my balance. My balance kind of stems from, you know, between my work. I do have a daughter, so you know, um, a lot. Well, now it's, it it consists of a lot of FaceTime. Um, I have her every other weekend, so um, when I do have her, I try to spend as much time as possible with her, like that intimate time. Like if she has homework or if she has. Um, you know, like painting and stuff like that. I try to get all that time in with her as opposed to just like letting her just kick it on her tablet or just watching YouTube and stuff like that, which is what stuff she would otherwise do. But um, it's tough because it's like, you know, you have work to do. Then it's like you want to go out and you want to explore um, because you're in the house so much. You want to be able to get out and, and um, do some of the things that you're normally accustomed to. But like, as you said, it, it raises a difficult challenge because it is COVID out there. You don't want to put yourself in harm's way. We are around your mom. My mom has COVID again. I want to see her. I want to make sure she's okay. So I don't want to put myself in harm's way to, bring, to, you know, to possibly prevent myself from being around my daughter, your mom, my mom, people I care about. So that's where it kind of comes with the catch-22 So um, with that. But hopefully, um, you know, with this lift or the order or whatever, um, some things will slowly start to open back up. Hopefully people... Um, we'll take the proper measures and precautions and uh yeah but i think even when everything goes back to normal or quote-unquote normal or like when outside's open again which supposedly tomorrow will be the day mm -hmm. but i feel like people are it's gonna be hard for everyone to hold their balance because everyone's so used to being home now that for me for example i like to sleep never in my life have i slept this much like i actually enjoy sleeping in mm -hmm. i want to sleep in and now it's like I don't have the motivation or the willpower to wake up at 5 a.m. when I would before right. to work out. Now I'm like, oh, I'll snooze a little bit and I'll go to work without makeup because I want to sleep kind of thing, you mm -hmm. know. But it's it's difficult. Like if it was difficult before COVID, after to get back to your normal routine, to get back to your normal self or what makes you feel normal, it's mm -hmm. it's going to be hard. Yeah. And, you know, the things that I try to do to, um, you know, preserve some, you know, a semblance of normalcy is I try to stick to my guns. I try to read. I try to, um, you know, do a lot of the self-help books and self-help research and stuff like that. But like you said, at, after a long day of work, eight, nine, some cases, 10 hours, you know, you find yourself not wanting to do anything. You know, you just want to catch a game. I want to have a drink, chill, relax, watch a movie, whatever, stream something on Netflix, um, you know. Chill with you, chill Excuse with your you, mate. Excuse you, HBO. We're HBO fans. Oh, you know, most definitely it's HBO Max. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Um, but no, you know, like you just find yourself wanting to just kind of like relax and just like literally just exhale and just take a load off because of, you know, your long work day or your long work week. You yeah, like I mean? this is this is my first week back to, like I said, quote unquote, normal. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, going back into the office, driving for an hour, being stuck in traffic. And by the time that I get back home, I'm just so dead that I'm just like, I'm just going to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I don't want to play with the dog. I don't want to pod. I don't want nothing. Like, mm -hmm. literally, it's just, it's difficult to get back in your routine and to get back in your groove as an adult. So, yeah, adulting, um, it'll be difficult for some of you going back to life out there. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, um, 
you know, if you guys have remedies of how you like to deal with it, you know, reach out to us. Let us know. You know, we're definitely open books. Um, Help us. <laughs> you know, we'll definitely take some suggestions as to, you know, what works for you guys. Um, you know, what measures you guys use and take in your own respective lives to, you know, better and find that balance between, you know, life, work and kids. If you kids, if you have them. And uh, yeah, let us know. You know, we're, we're always here. Um, to apply that within our own life. But yeah. Um, so the next point I want to, next thing I want to kind of touch on is outgrowing people in certain situations. So how would you classify outgrowing a person or, you know, a situation, whether it was a relationship, whether it was a, um, a working relationship, whether it was somebody that you once held in high regard, somebody that you once respected, how would you classify outgrowing situations and also you know maybe friends okay bro so stop putting me in the hot seat you need to answer your own question because i you know like the first one i'm like okay well let us know okay so for me um i would say when you outgrow situations it's it's kind of like something we touched on in one of our earlier podcasts when someone or an individual can't seem to you know get over who you used to be you know, they see you continuously growing. They see you pounding the pavement. They see you bettering yourself, but they still want to hold you hostage and, and hold shackles on who you used to be. I'm not that individual anymore. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? I once was. I once was the guy who went out three, four times a, a week, and, you know, to the club, party, through, you know, spending money and, you know, well, not back then. I was broke, but. <laughs> but spending people's time. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> spending, spending people's money, wasting their time. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, you know, I've graduated into um, a different person. And, you know, I think also, you know, when you in terms of outgrowing situations is when sometimes you just grow apart from people like you grow up and it's unfortunate, but everybody's not going to be on this ride with you um, on your journey. As unfortunate as that sounds, you know, like you have people that you spent a lot of time with people you used to kick it with and people that you never would think that wouldn't be in your life. And, you know, for whatever reason, y'all just don't speak. You know what I'm saying? And it it, it, it it sucks. But, you know, you wish you can just like pull everybody up by the bootstraps. You wish you can hold everybody's hand. But um, that's not always the case. You know, th- people have to take onus and take accountability for what it is that they want within their respective realms. And if they can't do that, then a lot of times they can't be on this journey or this ride with you. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's how you outgrow people as well. Your exit is right here. You know what I'm saying? Get so off like, this car. <laughs> you know, if I if I'm climbing and I'm on this upward trajectory of in pursuit of success or whatever I deem success to be, and I'm looking to attain that, and you're just kind of like over here, <laughs> like twiddling your thumbs or whatever, you're not on the same wavelength as me. I don't even want to be around your energy. It's not that I want to be around you as a person. Because I have people who ain't like necessarily doing what they're supposed to be doing, you know, but I can't be around that kind of energy because I'm, it's not to say that I'm better. It's not to say that they're inferior or anything like that. It's just that I know the kind of energy and I know the kind of people I want to be around. And that's people of like minded caliber. You know what I'm saying? Those are the kind of individuals that are going to push me to be in the right direction. That's why I keep successful people who are far more successful than me around me, because it gives me something to aim and shoot for. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, that's me. Sorry to, you know, put you on the hot seat. So. No, you're good, you're good. Nice answer. Appreciate you. Well, like I had mentioned in a previous episode, I believe, um, I feel like you have a group of friends at a certain age that you should have. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so in my 20s, I was turn up queen. You know, Sundays were for sure football Sundays. We're going to black out, play beer pong, flip cup, you know, seven heaven, all that shit. Like seven heaven. King's cup. Oh. Uh, what is it? Yeah. King's- all of that. All right. <laughs> so, you know, like we, we would turn up. We were lit. Yeah. Lit, lit. Every yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Tuesdays, Thursdays, like it didn't matter. Yeah, you Wednesday, know, you know when you got to double up and emphasize the lit lit. Lit you, you, lit. You was lit. Like yeah, I was <laughs> that level. Yeah. You know, and I appreciated those friends. Right. And some of my friends actually started pulling away from the group. Mm. Right. And I and I didn't understand why at that point. You noticed it though. No. Yeah. Like they stopped talking to us. Some of them. Wow. Yeah. Just cold but turkey? Were, yeah, but they were growing. Now I understand it. Mm. Like, one of my friends, he was married, like, because his wife was kind of a little stuck up, you know, like a little bitch. And so, like, he started not chilling with the group anymore. Right. You know, but he had a house. Like, he bought, they bought a house. Yeah. They're, they're not together anymore, but still, like... <laughs> No, no, I'm not being petty. Don't laugh. I'm not being petty. I'm saying, no, no, no. It was the, at yeah, 27, right. all I cared for was to party. Right. And I'm like... Damn, she's always being a fucking bitch and all taking our friend. You know, like yeah. at that age, you're thinking that like, yeah. oh, fuck that. He can't even get drunk with us. And she's always questioning him. And now, but at that age, I mean, you know, we were yeah. still young. Not this age. I'm like, you get it. we can't be doing that shit. You yeah, get I get it. it. I'm like, yeah. no shit. There were adults at when we weren't adults. Right. Now that I'm an adult, I can't do that. Yeah. Like, I, of course, I like to get lit. Hell yeah. You guys follow me on Snap. I still get lit. But it's like, I have responsibilities and I have bills and I got to show up to work, Yeah, you know? And not only that, I feel like my group now of friends, like we love to hang out. We love to get drunk. We love to party. But everyone is very responsible. Yeah. And you've met them. It's yeah. a it's a tough, like, yeah. educated circle. Like, yeah. these, these girls don't play. Yeah, my group of friends are the same way. So, yeah, I get it. But I thought I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Like, I'm just saying, like, I know what you mean. My circle you know? is the same way. But yeah. it's just like your circle. Like you said, you outgrow people. But not even that. I t- like, if I want to hit up my party friends, like, they're still there. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'd be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Y'all ready to do this or what? But it's like, me, myself, at times, I don't want that anymore. You know, it's not my go-to or it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe I, I, with COVID, with this whole quarantine and everything being closed, yeah, you guys could say I didn't have a choice or I didn't have an option. But trust me, there was options. People were still turning up out yeah. there. But yeah. I was just not about that anymore. Yeah. You know, so that's how I feel like I, I outgrew a lot of situations and it made me realize or understand where I am now. Mm-hmm. So... In saying that and understanding where you are now today in your life, like... I'm a whole adult. <laughs> would would you say that you, without obviously naming names, having to name names or anything like that, would you say that there's individuals that you may have had to sever ties with, but you it's not something that you outwardly had to say to them? Or, like, have you severed ties with individuals or certain situations? Yeah, I mean, I think it's self-explained, you know? Like, if I haven't talked to you in a year or two... But like I told you now, it's not about grudges or it's not about I'm better than you. Like, we're just in different places. You get me? And I respect whatever you're doing if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. You know? Like, I just, I'm over here being an adult. I'm trying to rack up and do other adult shit, you know? Yeah. Get a house and tell that my dog deserves a house, you know? Yeah. Nah, I'm with you. Um, I know for me, um, yeah, sometimes... And those are tough. Those are tough decisions. Those are, and at times, it's like you said, you know, it's not something that has to always be said. 
sometimes you just know. Sometimes they know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they don't even reach out. They just they just kind of know, like, oh, damn, he's on a different type of time. Why reach out? You know what I'm saying? Like, But it's crazy because, like, I find myself, like, today, I look at, you know, my scope of friends. And, like, you know how you said, like, in one of the prior episodes, how you categorize, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you categorize the dates you used to go on and stuff like that. <laughs> like, what tiers? I, I sort of kind of do that, like with friendships now oh are, definitely I've you know always I mean? done that with like, friends it's too. just crazy because it's like now even now I, I've always done it too but even more so now as an adult it's like I know what I'm willing to tolerate and I know what I'm not tolerating yep. you know what I mean I'm not hanging and out and don't get me wrong because I, if I'm cool with you that don't mean I fuck with you we could be cool oh for sure I would be cool with you because that's some cordial adult shit yeah being an adult is being alright we cool yeah. okay yeah, oh, okay a, yeah. you've done me dirty I'll keep you in the loop but we cool whatever yeah. But it's like, you're not my people. No, yeah. It's my a, people know yeah, they're my people. For sure. It's a major difference. You could be cool with somebody, but not particularly fuck with them. Mm-hmm. There's 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 levels, you know what I'm saying? Some people don't get that, though. Oh, yeah, no. Like, it's definitely like, you know, I'm, I'm cool with a lot of people, but I don't fuck with everybody. Anybody I fuck with is probably 15 years or more, plus... Like, those are the motherfuckers I fuck with. Like, I'm getting out of my bed in the wee hours of the night if they stranded or stuck or some shit like that. That's where you fuck with somebody. Not just the motherfuckers who, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but nah, I, I think that I think that you hit it right on the nail uh, with regard to that. Um, but yeah, in saying that, that brings me to my next point. So, you know, when you're going through things and you're trying to figure out who you are and what you want to do... Um, how have you or how have you seen situations or have you had friends or family members that have attempted to figure out who they are and what they wanted to do within their realm, but just kind of like didn't have a clue as to how to go about getting there? I could speak for myself once again. It's hard. Like, it's hard trying to figure out what the hell do you want to do? Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what you mean about that, but like it. I know that someone had mentioned to me um, that it's hard for them to figure out who they are mm-hmm. because they dedicate so much time to their kids. That was something that was reached out uh, from someone that listened to a previous pod and they were telling me, like, it's hard to figure out who I am because I'm just so dedicated to my kids. Right. Well, we'll get back to that scenario. But as it pertains to you, how would you say, like, it took it took you... I'm just saying, you said you're speaking for yourself, so... Um, could you just add context and how you figured out or I still don't. I'm a whole mess. <laughs> Everybody that knows me knows that shit. I'm a fucking mess. I'm a shoot for the stars. I'm a try and do what I do, but I fuck up a lot. I right. fall a lot. I get up a lot and I just keep it moving. So, like I just go. So through so keeping so keeping so getting up and going and just learning through trial and error, what are some of the steps that you take? Wayne loves to question me like to the T. What are steps? I don't know. I'm a mess. What steps? What are you talking about? That's what I don't understand. Like, what steps to be an adult or to who I want to be? I still don't figure it out. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was just trying to give our listeners some context and some backstory. But you can go ahead and reference um, the situation with your friend, the one that reached out to you. All awkward and shit. So she just reached out to me telling me that it's hard for her to figure out what she wants to do or what she wants to be because she knows she has to be there for her kids. Okay. You know, leading your kids in the right way, showing them that you're a great example. Even like I said, luckily and thank God I don't have kids because I'm a whole mess. So I know that for a lot of parents, like you have to pretend to be the best human you could be when inside you're you don't know what the hell you're doing financially. 
you have no idea how you're doing it. You know, and you still have to be a superhero, like, to your little ones, Mm -hmm. to your kids, to your, you know? Like, I just talked about this in the last episode. Like, I did not, my mom was and has and will be and still is my superhero. Like, to me, she's the best human ever. Yeah. But me, I don't know how I would be if I had kids. Yeah. Like, it's hard to put up a good face and a good front and just be like, no, I'm good. You're good always? How do these parents do it, you know? It's like a shield or like it's it's literally a cape. Like you you parents out there wear a cape. <laughs> yeah. Um I think it's tough because you have a singular thought when you're a parent. I, I mean I can I can speak from, you know, experience cuz I am a parent, but I I think you have a singular thought of like damn. Like I have to put all my life's goals, dreams, aspirations on pause or on hold for the betterment of my child. That creeps into your mind as a parent because it's always going to be about your kid first. Um, The toughest part is not relinquishing that, like not letting go of your dreams, not letting go of your your heart's desires. That's the hardest part because it's so easy to get wrapped up and encapsulated with being a parent that you forget about who you are and the desires and dreams that you set aside prior to you even having kids. So I think that's first and foremost. the catch 22 part of it is actually going back and circling back and figuring out a way to get back to your dreams after you sort of kind of got a hold on the parenting thing. You never really fully get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And especially starting off, you never really get a full handle on being a parent because you're learning stuff on the fly. I, like I know me, I didn't have the best example in terms of a father. My mom was the best mom she could possibly be raising six kids on her own. So, you know, just watching her, Watching my friends who had kids early, stuff like that, I kind of, like you said, learned through trial and error. Um, am I the greatest father? I would, you know, I'm not going to say I'm the greatest father, but I do make strides and I do put, um, you know, my daughter first in every aspect of my life. Um, but I just think that's the toughest part is always circling back, trying to figure out, you know, who you are and what, you, what it is that you want to do. But it's tough because mm-hmm. you literally, like, it's a poker face kind of deal, you know, like, you can't break in front of these kids. Like, you're showing them that life is like this and you got to be tough and you got to strive and you got to shoot for the stars and you got to go through every obstacle that you possibly can, you know? And, but at the end, you know, like, they're just, you make life seem perfect. Mm-hmm. And then this is a messed up part, though. Like, my, like I said, my mom always did the most and she did the best to try and keep me in a safe place. I, I was born and raised in South Central. I didn't go to school in South Central. My mom was like, the, no, what the hell? Like, with your attitude, you're not going to school out here. You know, so I went to school in Whittier, and then I went to school in Southgate. So they try and protect you. They shield you. They take care of you. They make everything seem so perfect. Like I said, I didn't know I was poor. And then you end up being an adult, and you're like, what the hell? I didn't sign up for this life. This is hard. Like, yeah. I don't want this. <laughs> mom, you made this seem easy. Yeah. You made it look so easy, and now it's like, this is hard. And once again, I don't even have a kid. So my mom was a single mom of two. Mm-hmm. So that's insane. Like, yeah. I look up to you guys. Like I said, I know I say this over and over again. But to me, being a parent is the hardest job ever. Yeah, my mom is my hero. You know what I'm saying? She raised six kids on her own, four boys, two girls. So, And then she had, she's had custody of, like, five of my cousins. She still has custody of two of my cousins now. So it's like, she's superwoman. Like, there's nobody, like that comes close to my mom in my eyes like it's just crazy i still marvel at like how she does it to this day like you know with all her health ailments and stuff like that 
and she still, you know, finds it enough to, uh, in her heart <laughs> to still like open up her home, feed people, stuff like that. So, nah, you know, if I had to sum this bullet point up, I would just say, you know, attempt to get back, attempt to get back to who you are. Um, you know, whenever you have spare time, maybe research things that you once thought about doing, you know, read about it, look into it. If you have a significant other, get their input, uh, reach out to your family. Um, don't don't give up. Don't lose sight of your dreams, man. You know, you only get one life to live. Um, you know, why deprive yourself of a great human experience because you have kids that that shouldn't be the end all be all. You know what I mean? But you know what sucks? I always hear like artists, they're like millionaires or like, you know, successful people saying how we all have the same 24 hours in a day, right? Yeah, all of us don't have nannies or money. So <laughs> No, but the point that I was getting to, like we all have 24 hours. I don't think the 24 hours I have are enough. Like I want to do a million things. And at the end of the day, like I said, I'm just a basic broke person trying to <laughs> have an okay life. And mm -hmm. it's like going to work coming back home taking care of home like it's hard yeah and, and that, i yeah. i lose focus and i lose track of a million things i want to do yeah. like i've put my mindset and thought of doing this business and that business or oh, i should look into this i should look into that and at the end of the day i'm like i'm just so tired like i'm done like yeah i mean the point i was alluding to with the nanny and the money comment is like you know a lot of successful people they have people to help them that was the bigger point like <laughs> they have nannies they have people looking over their kids they have servers like butlers and housemaids and shit like that so they they could focus on what they want to focus on they don't have to worry about you know the intricacies of their home if it's clean if it's not do their laundry if their kids did their homework they have tutors that they pay for you know what i mean like so it's easy for them to say that whereas common people the working class people who get up every day, it's a lot different because we're the ones pounding the pavement every single day. So it doesn't pale in comparison when they make statements like that. So No, I get it. But you know some I mean? of them say it like since they're coming up, you know, mm. that's what I meant. But I mean, yeah, if you have it set like that, even people now that have mm -hmm. some type of help, even like I said, the people that live with their parents, you don't mm -hmm. got to do shit. <laughs> you don't have to wash dishes. Yeah. You don't have to cook. Some of you, I'm sure, 30 plus, still don't even wash your clothes. It's crazy. Some of you still, 30 plus, have you ever washed a, a toilet? That's wild. Uh, do you wash your shower? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Dishes. <laughs> have you gone to the grocery store today or this week? <laughs> like, or anything like that. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, when you live on crazy. your own, the shit that you have to do, you're just like, this is time consuming. Our Sundays, our typical adult Sundays is what? <laughs> we go wash in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then we come back home, put everything up, we clean the house, mm -hmm. and then we take a little mini break to watch a little bit of football, mm -hmm. and then we go to the grocery store, yeah. and or, then we come back. And, and even sometimes Costco, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we go to the grocery store and Costco. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's our little routine. <laughs> we come back, we set everything up, mm -hmm. and by the time that it's, we look at the time, it's like, are you serious? It's already 8 p.m. Like, I have to go to sleep because I have to go to work go to at work. 6 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's insane. I have to wake up at 5.30 yeah. just to be at work on time. Yeah. But enough of enough of us, you know? <laughs> That's no. just our, our adulting life. <laughs> yeah. But that, I think that this is key as well because, I mean, like, this is why people shouldn't really give up on their goals and dreams and aspirations. Like, if you have, like, that entrepreneurial spirit, if you have things that you want to, like, get off the ground or launch or 
you know, like take that leap of faith. Like, you know, Vanessa and I, we decided to launch our podcast, not necessarily for just monetary gain or anything like that. It was just something that was been in the works. Like we always been talking about it, like when we first started dating and we put it on hold for so long that it's just like, you know what? This quarantine is the perfect time to launch it. People are at home while we have people's ears. Let's try to do it. You know, let's try to see, you know, where we can take this thing. So, um, you know, my advice to to those that are out there, if you kind of like trying to figure out what you want to do and you kind of sort of feel like you don't have the time to dedicate to it, um, whatever spare time you do get, like if the kids are asleep, their significant other is out working on gaming, watching a show, not paying you any attention, not entertaining <laughs> you. You know what I'm saying? Benefit out of it. You know what I mean? Use that time to work on your dreams. And focus on your goals of what it is that you want to accomplish and attain. Use that time. You know what I mean? Because well, obviously when they're up or when the kids are up or when the significant significant other is up, they're pulling at you. You know what I mean? They, mom, this, babe, this. Hey, I can't find this. Or where's my headset? Like, you know, just anything. Like, <laughs> So, you know, take that time whenever you do have it and dedicate it. And make sure, you know, make sure you, you, you specify and classify that this is me time. I'm this. Tell the significant other to get off, get off that damn game or whatever he's doing, watching movies, and you go take the kids. This is me time, and you know, once you set those boundaries, you know, I think you'll have a better chance of you know fulfilling your dreams. And you know what? I know earlier you did ask when is my me time, and I didn't think of that. Uh, but on Sundays, every single Sunday, <laughs> Wayne knows, I take my cool little thirty minutes for my self care Sunday, which I do a facial mask. Mm-hmm. I'll put like a pedicure, this little, I don't know, moisturizing pedicure thingy or I'll mm-hmm. something that's just me. Yeah. And he knows that I'm like, okay, babe, I'm going to try in a few outfits. Or I'm going to something that satisfies me. Right. You know, so I do. I try and at least take the minimum of 30 minutes. Yeah. 30 minutes to do something to myself. That's going to make me relax because that that's important. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's very important. Me time, so, and this wasn't really on the thing, but we can kind of sort of get into this before we um, close it out with our last uh, bullet point. But self-care, self-time is, is very important. Like when you, you know, especially when you're, it's easy to um, immerse yourself within a relationship and be all about the other individual, which is great. You want your mate to know that you love them and care about them and you're willing to do everything. But you don't, you always want to preserve a sense of who you are. You know, you never want to get so wrapped up, you know, in a situation or in, you know, in a relationship, marriage, whatever it is to where you kind of like lose that. Like, you know, you never want to lose who you are as an individual. Like it's not I'm not saying again, don't 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 misconstrue what I'm saying. Like, I definitely want you to immerse yourself about your mate. Learn every single possible thing that you can know about your mate. Like I know me, for example, like. I, I know like all the quirks and all the little shit about Vanessa that she probably otherwise wouldn't think that I give a shit about, but I know him. You know what I'm saying? I'm just let weird me about. hear him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you want to know? No. Uh, y'all want to know? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, for me, um, I love that. You know what I'm saying? I love the fact that I know like what makes my girl tick, what she likes, what she doesn't like, shit like that. However, you know, the flip side to that is, I know. That if I don't have like if I can't have my my little, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes to just watch highlights, you know, because I'm a big time sports fan. So and Vanessa knows this. Like so sometimes if she sees me like, you know, watching sports or whatever, she'll come watching with me or she'll say, oh, babe, no, let's watch the game, you know, like because she knows that's my shit. But or sometimes she'll say, you know what, babe, 
um, I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go, you know, do a foot mask or I'm gonna go, you know what I'm saying? Do, do a skin routine or some shit like that, you know, cause she knows that's my time. So, you know, find that healthy balance and, you know, you know, preserve your sense of self and, you know, even while you're immersing yourself in your relationship or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, preserve that me time. It's important. It's essential. Speaking of me time, I know that through the whole quarantine, you know, like we didn't have a lot of separate time. We didn't because we were both working from home. We were together all the time. I know for a fact, a lot of these couples are choking each other and just, <laughs> you know, getting into that ugly phase or like that annoying phase, like which we shouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, and literally me and Wayne would take 30, 40 minutes and go our own way. And we would each call our mom. Mm-hmm. And we did that a lot. We're like, hey, babe, I'm going to call my mom. You should call yours. Okay. And vice versa. He would like, if I would hear him talk to his mom, I'm like, I'm going to call my mom. And the whole time he's talking to his mom, I'm talking to mine. That's our separate time, mm-hmm. you know? And then we come back together. Oh, let's have dinner. Okay. Oh, what's up with your mom? This, is and that. Oh, and your mom? This, mm-hmm. is and that. So it's like, it gives us a time apart, even though we don't have nowhere to go. I mean, we're stuck with each other, you know? <laughs> like, where are we going? What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> but it's that little time apart where maybe he needs a little break from me or I need a little break from him. Mm-hmm. Who better than our parents? Like, yeah. you just, we need to learn how to deal with each other. Like, yeah. if that's who you want to be with, you yeah, know? For sure. If that's a person that you want to live with, yeah, you can't be annoyed all the fucking time. No, that's yeah. sad. Yeah, I agree. And also, too, real quick, um, I, I, something I want to add to your point is is respect each other's time. You know, like it's easy to just like kind of get lost. I mean, yeah, when you're when you're together, it's kind of like hard to not like adhere to, to plans because you're in the same fucking under the same roof and shit like that. But, you know, if you say you're going to have dinner at a certain time, have dinner at that time. If you say you're going to do something with the kids and, you know, stick to it, you know what I mean? Because it's easy to get annoyed because you are under the same roof. So whatever it is that you promised him or her or whatever it is that you said you were going to do, stick to that. Because, you know, that's an easy, easy, easy escalation right there. You know what I'm saying? Between um, relationships, you know, and me and Vanessa, like like she always says in every podcast, we are not preaching. We are not like the best couple with regards to like saying we got everything, all of our ducks in a row. and We're just the milk and honey is flowing. Nah, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely not that. But one thing Vanessa and I do do is we work at our relationship. We really do. Honestly, I can say that like firsthand like if there's anything that we feel will fester into a problem or an issue we we both try to correct it we both we ask each other questions we seek each other out we say hey this is how i'm feeling she tells me this is how she's feeling so yeah you guys should try that as well i i truly believe on the snow uh, ball effect i know i probably mentioned in every single podcast but i do believe that is the main issue or the main cause of problems with couples you know because it could be something so small we'll pick up the smallest dumbest shit you know like well i already had to wash the dishes why did you leave one dish you know and then it's like oh this motherfucker left the dish and look look at these shoes i tripped over i hate him like you know oh, it's some major shit. shit like what yeah that's crazy little things that should not and i'll i'll tell wayne he knows that Babe, what's up with this? And he's like, oh, my bad. 
you know, and this is and that, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. He'll tell me, he'll be quick to be like, Vanessa, your hair, your hair's all over. Well, I'm sorry. It falls <laughs> like crazy, you know, but it's like little things. Like if you don't stay it now, it's, it's, it's a snowball effect. Yeah. It's going to be bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger to the point where you're like, I can't fucking stand this motherfucker that I live with. Like, I don't, I don't want to be that person, <laughs> you know, and it's literally small things that just ball up. Yeah. But you gotta attack that, man. Yeah, you definitely gotta nip that in the bud. You know what I'm saying? So that way you guys could uh, have everything in intact, and you know that's kind of sort sort of similar. Like you know, back to the point is you know that that if you got that if you got that down um, in your relationship, then I think it's easier for you to kind of sort of figure out what you want to do in a singular sense of as to what you want to do and how you how you want to choose to go about getting there. And honestly, I wish like everyone would listen to the podcast if you have a partner. Like, with your partner, because at times, I feel like you can just be like, look, look, listen to this podcast real quick. Mm -hmm. You hear them? Oh, shoot. You hear their problems? Like, you don't got to approach it in a rude way. You don't always got to attack. Yeah. You get me? Like, you could say it in a way where it's like, we're having a conversation. Yeah. We're just talking about issues. It's not always like, well, it's you, your fault. Well, you, if you, like, no, nah, it's not always like that, you yeah. know? Yeah, because then at that point it becomes combative. Like mm -hmm. now it's just like it's volleyball or tennis. Yeah. It's back and forth, back and mm -hmm. forth. It's not really, you're, and you're not going to find a resolution like that. You know what I mean? It's not the blame game, huh? Yeah, for sure the blame game. But um, yeah, so if you take those measures, you know, any sort of measures to try to you know resolve issues and stuff like that, I think it it'll help you. Like I said, in a singular sense of figuring out who you are and exactly what you want to do and the steps of how to go about getting there. So lastly. Before we close this thing out, um, this is a very, very, very um, good topic. Um, I think it was brought up, not sure from who, but it's a damn good topic. So, <laughs> you know, this last bullet point we're about to get into is dating. So good, he can't, he can't say it. <laughs> is dating with kids with baby mama or baby daddy drama. Now, I'll kick this off. <laughs> because I have a kid. You know what I'm saying? My Mia. I miss you, Mia. Um, I'll kick this off because I can honestly say we don't have that. And and the reason we don't have that is because I set a precedence and I set a standard um, with my daughter and her mom and also with Vanessa. So, for example, when Vanessa and I were dating, um, you guys know we worked at the same spot. And this is at the time when we were working at the same spot. My daughter was getting ready to go on vacation. And because I knew I wasn't going to see her for a while, um, you know, I told her mom it was okay for her to bring her up to the job to, for her to see me since, you know, I knew I wasn't going to see her for a couple weeks. Now, the reason I'm referencing this story is because, you know, I could have not told Vanessa anything. We were just dating. We weren't even official or anything like that. But with me knowing the toxic culture that existed at our at our former workplace um i thought better of it and i was like you know what let me just nip this in the bud right now and tell her i was like hey can i talk to you she said yeah what's up i said hey i think it's gonna break up with me all <laughs> <laughs> never not the sexy bonnie rose right? are you kidding me uh -huh. you kidding me with all that red nah <laughs> um but no so i told her, i was like yo i was like hey can i talk to you she was like what's up i was like hey my daughter's mom is about to bring my daughter up here. She's going to get some money from me because I gave her spending money for the trip. 
And because I'm not going to, I knew I wasn't going to see my daughter for two and a half weeks. That's how long the vacation was going to last. She said, okay, I appreciate you telling me. Now, because I set that precedent and because, you know, I took the proper steps to do that, it was a non-issue. My daughter came up there. She was happy to see me, gave me a big hug, took a couple pictures. They went on about their way. They went on to the vacation. Now, I say that because there are situations where people don't open these lines of communications up and that's how the drama arises. Something simple like that told Vanessa while we, you know and again Vanessa and I were not together but we were dating like it was start it was starting to get to that point to where we was about to be official but I'm just saying you know I referenced that scenario because something simple like that I'm pretty sure that everybody's not keeping those lines of communication open you know I, I make it a point to tell Vanessa like hey my daughter's gonna be over this weekend or da 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 you know like we're gonna go do this like and because I do that I think Vanessa is like she respects me but there's no, there's, ne- there's never going to be a situation where, you know, m- my girl or my daughter's mom should be in any semblance of drama. Nah, like, because, you know, that I think that falls on, on, on the person that it's, you know, that they were previously with. Like, you have to set, you know, a precedent and those boundaries and, and so people know where they stand. Yeah, but some of these baby mamas don't get it. Like, bitch, they don't want you no more. Move on. <laughs> Move on. Why are you here? Why are you bugging? You know, and I'm not speaking of us. Like, I'm just right, saying right. in general. In general, right. Like, baby mamas will hold on. Like, girl, you have a kid. I respect that. You know, like, I can speak as a person dating someone with a kid. Like, I respect that. I don't butt into your business at all with your daughter. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it should be just about your daughter right you know and we've talked about this like right. that's all you should talk to your baby mama about and that's it you guys aren't friends right no little memes no little side combos like just about your daughter and that's it right. you know go on on your about your business but i know like the person that reached out to me told me um oh you should talk about how it is dating someone with a kid because you don't have one so mm-hmm. for our listeners i don't have a kid and wayne does mm-hmm. so she was uh telling me that when she was uh, dealing with her baby daddy at the time, that she would call him on purpose when she was, t- like, 20s, you know? Mm-hmm. And just because she knew he had a girlfriend and because she knew that the girlfriend didn't, like, really fuck with her. Oh, shit. So she would do it out of just to bug. And I'm like, man, you're the girls, you know? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. She's like, I was that girl. Like, I knew she didn't like me, and out of pityness, I was like, well, I'm going to call him. I don't care. Right. And she's like, but now that I'm an adult, like, I'm just like, what the hell was I doing? Like, or what was I thinking? Yeah. Actually calling him and bugging him. She's like, and most of the time, she's like, to be honest with you, it had nothing to do with my daughter. Oh, shit. She's like, just to bug him. Because I was like, fuck that. You know, but at 20, like, that's how you are. Yeah. And now that she's 30, she was like, I have the best relationship with him, and, like, he has his girlfriend... She's actually um, pregnant, like, with someone else. So she's, like, they're completely cool. They're cordial, but, like, it took a lot for Uh, them. For them to get to that point. Yeah. Mm. And pre-Wayne, I was very anti-dating anyone with kids, you know, because I had a situation in the past uh, that was ugly. And I dealt with the baby mama, and I dealt with the lying, and I dealt with the cheating, and the back and forth with the baby mom. So I never wanted to deal with that again. Yeah. So a little traumatizing, you know? And I was always like, nope, I don't date people with kids. Nope, I don't mess around with anyone that has any type of attachment to anyone else. But here we are today. 
<laughs> um, which is quite surprising, by the way. <laughs> no, but, you know, um, I'm, I'm grateful, you know what I'm saying, for you to give me an opportunity because, you know, I felt like, um, you know, the, the bond and the shit that, you know, we didn't discover is pretty strong. So, you know, I think I, I, I appreciate you taking that leap of faith. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what do you think, aside from us, like, what do you think is some of like the, the causes of baby mama and baby daddy drama aside from just like the main ones well i think um a lot of moms also get upset like when the dads aren't responsible Mm -hmm. like you're dating someone new you're taking this girl left and right you're doing all this for this girl and you completely forget about your kid like as a mom that's when i think of course i would be upset like what the hell like you're not even checking on my kid anymore like you know, right. I've heard of situations like that, like from friends and stuff like that's what they deal with. OK, you know, ba- uh, the baby daddies that don't come through with the money like kids are expensive. And these kids now just want J's and name brand shit like what? Don't I know it. Yeah. And it's like single par- single parents are doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to you. Yeah. They're doing it without yeah. the help of the other. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Some of these dudes disappear yeah. and then they come back and or like. The guys have floss. Like, they got money. <laughs> and you don't even take your kid to McDonald's. Like, what's up with that? Yeah. Kind of thing. You yeah. know? Like, there's a lot of situations where I see, like, the baby mama point of view. But like I said, if you don't got nothing to worry about, then you need to stay out of the business. That's it. You yeah. do you. Would you say that um, you would place onus on some of the the baby daddies, though, in, in, in some of these situations because they're not setting a precedent? Are they, they're not, like, setting those boundaries? Like, when they get a new girlfriend, they're not kind of, like, setting the boundary of with the baby mama? Like, hey, I got a girl. They're still trying to, like, like you said, send memes, send conversations. And so, you know, the baby mama's kind of like, well, shit, if he doing all this with me, then he it must be okay. She must not be anybody of importance. Yeah, so that's kind of sort of the situation that I got stuck on for a little bit and i didn't even know i felt like okay when everything came out with my past situation apparently not that i was a side piece but he was still messing around with his baby mama so of course when he found out that she had a full-on girlfriend oh she was like what the hell you know kind of situation so did he like make her appear that she was like nothing I guess they were on a break. Oh, okay. And that's when me and him dated. Yeah. And apparently they had got back together, which I didn't know. Yeah. And that's why she was so upset and pissed, up, you know? So I get it. I yeah. mean, these these guys are playing you. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And playing house and then having a whole girlfriend on the, on the side. side. yeah. But to me, the fucked up part is that when I saw her, mm-hmm. <laughs> he told me that it was his sister. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So he, yo, so the whole time he was with you, he portrayed her as his sister? Mm -hmm. That's wild. And we were, well, that's why I know that when we started dating, like me and you, I told you I didn't date coworkers. And because I had a previous situation that traumatized me and I was not dealing with coworkers, that was the one. Oh, shit. So when she would come and drop off lunch, which was rare, rare, like once in a while, I guess when they were in good terms, Mm -hmm. that was his sister. Oh, and and you seen her? Like, you seen her drop off the lunch and shit? Yeah, I would see her drop off the lunch, but, I mean, it was no biggie, you know? Because they wouldn't kiss or nothing. Like, she would just literally hand him the lunch, and he would take it, and then she would take off. Oh. You know? And then um, once we were out, 
And we were at his place. We had gone back to his place. And she showed up. And she was like, what the... F-? Like, she started going crazy. And I'm like, hold up. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was so confused. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Who are you? I thought you were his sister. Yeah. And... I told her, I'm like, that's fucked up. Because I was like, you better not swing at me. I straight out told her, like, you better not swing at me. I'm going to swing back. I don't know who the fuck you are. He said you were his sister in front of him. And she was like, what? And I'm like, he said when you drop off lunch, you're his sister. I'm like, so you got to handle yours. And I literally got my purse and I left. When I left, he followed me. Mm-hmm. He followed you, not the baby mom. He followed me and left her inside of the house. Oh, so yeah, that would drive a, that would drive a chick crazy. For yeah, sure. and when I was leaving, like he wouldn't let me go. So in that situation, you 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 kind of you feel her like where she was coming. from Yeah, you okay. look like a damn fool. Yeah. I mean, I did too. I, mean, I yeah. didn't know. And but that's he was I'm lying, like, like obviously to both of y'all. Yeah. 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 Clearly, <laughs> the, the whole sister and me. Like, I don't know what was going on, but Damn. that situation was crazy. And even when, like I said, I walked out, he followed me to my car. He wouldn't let me go, and she came out. I'm, that's and she's crazy. like, tell, like she's telling him off. And then I'm like, okay, can you tell your man to get the hell away from my car before I hit him? And then like he wouldn't move, so I kind of sort of hit him. But it was like I, you know, both of them were just like in my way. Yo, hold up! You can't I don't just... want to. I don't want to get into hold that. Up, hold up! Hold up! You can't just gloss over that though. Uh, yeah, I just kind of sort of hit. What you mean? You kind of sort of hit him? You, well, he you, wouldn't move. You ran him over a little bit, but not a lot. Like oh, you know, shit. just a little bit. Oh, you looted huh? Move, bitch! Get, get out, out the, the way. way! I'm that person when I tell you to let go of me. Let go of me. Oh, I mean, well, see, that's kind of different. If he had, he he had you, he was holding you and shit. He was holding until like he was holding my arm. Oh yeah. And I was already inside of my car. Mm. So I kept telling him like move back. I yeah. wanna leave. I'm like, I don't know what the hell like I was like confused. Like yeah. what the hell is going on? We've been dating for months. Damn. This is not like a week, two weeks in. Yeah. Months in. And then when that happened I was like, What in the hell? All along you told me this is your sister. Yeah. And I told I kept telling her because I'm like, man, if she swings, we're gonna get down. Like I'm not gonna just be like, oh, I'm sorry, you. I didn't know. Like I didn't know. Yeah. I was not the girl that was like, oh, I'm okay with him having a wife or girlfriend or baby mama or whatever the hell she was. Like mm-hmm. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. So I got played too, but I didn't know all along. So when I would see her like get really heated, I'm like, you better not swing at me. Like don't yeah. hit him. <laughs> yeah. Swing at him. He's a liar. Yeah. He's a cheater or whatever the situation <laughs> was. So at the end, I never cleared things up with him. Uh, I think. I ended up leaving that job, or he did. I don't know what the hell happened, but I never really cleared up that situation. And to be honest with you, I was just never interested in doing so. Yeah. Because obviously he was lying. Yeah. Like, what are you going to clear up? Yeah. There's nothing there. But after that, I never dated anyone with a kid. Not seriously. Like, I had little, you know, mm-hmm. entertainments here and there, but no one serious. Like, oh, this is my kid. Like, I've never met anyone's kid. Damn. I guess I should feel uh, quite fortunate there. <laughs> but um, nah, yeah, that that's crazy. Yes, and that was like mid-20s. Like, yeah. what? Who the hell are you? What? Why are you putting me through this <laughs> kind of situation? But yeah, <laughs> that's why I was so anti-dating someone with kids since then. Since then. I think this was when I was 23. So you're at your prime. Everybody wants you, you know. 
Yeah. And it's like you're dating left and right, and then like you give this person a chance, mm-hmm. and then like everything was a lie. Like, what else did you lie about? You lied about everything. Yeah. You know, and this guy wasn't the best guy, so it's like I already knew you were doing other shit that oh, you shit. shouldn't have been. And you still get a chance. This. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was crazy, but. So real quick before we you know put a bu- put a bow on this this bullet point. Um, Given your experience, what 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 advice would you give to people who are like you know dating, um, you know people with kids, whether it's male or female, you know baby mama, baby daddy, you know what I'm saying? What would you what advice, given your situation and what you could want through, what advice would you give people who are in this situation now? Dating, you have to put your foot down. Like you have to be clear on what's okay and what isn't. Like I said, I think from the get go, you told me. Um, you talk to your daughter over the phone. I don't have nothing to worry about. So it's just that, you know? Like, yeah. you have to keep a relationship with your baby mama always. Look at my mom. She's still cool with my dad, you know? <laughs> but that's always going to be. Yeah, yeah. They're a different situation because they love each other. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know about them. <laughs> they're, they're not a good example, actually. <laughs> Popcorn player. Pop her collar one time. Get it. Get it, see. That's my girl. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> But I just feel that like you have to be honest, you have to be straightforward. Like, you, me and your baby mama don't have to be friends. Like, mm-hmm. we could be cordial. Like, we don't even have to nothing. Mm-hmm. You're still like I have to, you know, I'm have to be nice to your daughter. And I don't have to. I'm just naturally nice to no, your you daughter. Choose to. No, my daughter loves you. Yeah, she loves you because of, because of that. And you know, um, you know, like I said, since we're on the subject, I mean, like my baby mama gave you props. Like she said, hey, she told me personally, thank Vanessa for me because Mia comes home saying like oh Vanessa oh Jody Vanessa's so nice and she told me to personally thank you you know what I'm saying and I was just like what like wow and she you know no like hating shit like it was you could tell it was genuine she's like hey thank her for me because you know she's nice to my daughter and my daughter's coming home talking about her that lets me know she's being nice so and that's how it should be you know like you guys ended things not in horrible terms maybe not in the best you know but Mm -hmm. it just came to an end yeah and that's what I don't get like why do these baby mamas want to make life miserable for their baby daddies yeah or vice versa these baby daddies think like oh you own this bitch like no you don't right people move on yeah. grow up yeah adult yeah <laughs> that's that's the whole point of this episode <laughs> pun intended huh <laughs> part two <laughs> adults no. but see like i feel like i had adult a lot because this is something that i wouldn't have dealt with right Right. Or been okay with. Right. No. Or that... even gave myself into. Like, yeah. I would have been like, no, Wayne's still messing with this baby mama. No, she's going to be involved. No, she's going to fuck with me. She's going to fuck with him. She's going to fuck with the wrong person. But it's not like that. Yeah, nah. Like, and, and, and furthermore, I think, like you said, because, you know, the baby daddy, like, sometimes... Again, you got to set a precedent. You just got to be honest, open and honest. Like you know, but I, these dudes are playing, huh? Man, oh, for sure, it's a lot playing of, games. It's look, and this you know how you know how that old adage says it's a lot of baby daddies that still fuck their baby mamas. It's like you know, like it, they out there for sure that exists. Um, but like, nah, you know for a fact that's not the case with me. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm here. I'm with the dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kicking it, <laughs> chilling yes, with well, you. Using the dog. Come around there. I'm with the Facts. dog. <laughs> Where you at? FaceTime me right now. 
Jody. Let me see Jody. All right, you good, you good. <laughs> and no, I'm not that girlfriend, okay? No, nah, nah, my girl, no, nah, my girl, she's not she's not like that. You know, my girl is she's she's dope, man. My girl's dope. But no, nah, hopefully you guys can take something away from, you know what I'm saying, um, that you know, Vanette what, what Vanessa and I is putting out there with regard to this last bullet point, um, dating with kids, whether it's a baby mom or baby daddy. Uh, we just shy of an hour here, so we're gonna be getting ready to wrap this thing up. But um, you got anything, anything else you want to add, babe, before we get up out of here? No, just that. Keep hitting us with your requests, suggestions, with your props. We love when you guys tell us to, uh, oh, talk about this in the podcast. Or I love this part of the podcast. Can you get into this of the podcast? Like I said, we try and cover everything that you guys actually do request or do forward to us. That's one thing um, that me and Wayne, like, it's so and we don't want to sound like stupid saying this but it's so surreal like it's a cool ass feeling when you guys are like i'm so proud of it we're like what are we doing but a lot of people like our close friends reach out to us and they're like we're, oh, we're so proud of you guys or we love you guys or oh my god we were listening to the pod and this is and that and we're just like that's so dope yeah. like you guys actually fuck with us yeah and it's cool because like like my girl said like it it kind of puts us in like this thing, like, like what, what are we doing? Because like people, like they reach <laughs> out to us and they're like, Oh my God, you sound like a natural, you and your girl's chemistry is super dope. I can tell you guys have a good relationship and stuff like that. I'm just like, damn, y'all getting all that within like the context of an hour or 40 minutes. You know what I mean? It, which is super dope because that's what I and Vanessa wanted you guys to take away from this. Like we want you guys to be able to take some life experience, uh, take some, you know, some of our advice, some of our experiences and apply it to your own life. And I think what I enjoy the most, like, our close friends are always, like, it literally sounds like we're chilling with you guys in the living room. Or, like, yeah. you know, you're just butting in, which hopefully in the future our plan will be to start bringing guests in, you know, like, as a third opinion kind of thing. For but sure. We love the fact that you guys already listen to us, and some of you tell us you talk back to us while you're listening to the pod, <laughs> so we appreciate it. Absolutely. And you know what? That's the biggest compliment, honestly, that you guys can give me and Vanessa at this point is that, you know, you guys are like yelling back at the, the radio or the phone or wherever you guys are listening, because that's how we want it to feel. We want it to feel like we're in the same room with y'all talking the same shit, talking about said topics. You know what I mean? Like, th that's the best compliment that you, we, we could receive. So uh, like, rate, comment, share, subscribe. Um, we're on, like I said, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Play. Um, check us out on every single digital streaming platform. Also, Spotify. Um, continue to reach out to us with questions, whether it's Vanessa and myself. But we do prefer you guys to use the, the email that, that's in the um, the page or the bio. So if you guys can start using the email for your questions, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, until then, this is Mr. Wayne himself, his. And this is Vanessa, her. And, you know, we are your co-host of His and Hers podcast. And we just want to spread love and happiness. All right, y'all. Till next week. See you guys. Bye. Bye.